Now on WOC, the QC Current puts a focus on our beautiful bi-state riverfront destination. Presented by Visit Quad Cities, it's a weekly look at untold stories of the Quad Cities region and the history, people, events, and businesses that make this area unique. Here's the host of the QC Current, Hannah Ginder. Good morning, QC. I'm Hannah Ginder, and this is the QC Current, a new radio show created by Visit Quad Cities with a focus on telling the untold stories of our bi-state riverfront destination. From little-known history to new innovations to quirky personalities, this show brings you deeper into the Quad Cities and leaves you ready to explore it yourself. This is the Quad Cities, where we're always reaching, always growing, always genuine, and always current. It's Halloween and things are getting a little bit spooky here at the QC Current. Today, I'm excited to have Minda Powers Douglas of QC Haunts and History here. We'll learn a little bit about her QC Haunts tours and then dive into some scary and historical Quad City stories. Thanks for being here, Minda. Thank you for having me, Hannah. I really appreciate it. Yes. So when did your interest in all these haunted spookiness begin? Well, there was the day I was born... (laughs) <laughs> I've loved spooky stuff from from day one. I mean, honestly, I have the you know what I remember is uh, I remember like oh yeah, I remember oh you read Charlotte's Web and stuff. But my main thing of of uh, reading was I begged my mom for the longest time to let me read Stephen King, and in fourth grade she finally let me read Firestarter <laughs> just to kind of ease me in <laughs> to the uh-huh. thing where you know a kid starting fires with their mind all the time. You know, when that's the way to ease someone into something, you know, there's mm-hmm. good stuff to come. So <laughs> so it's a long time love. Yes, a long time love. Okay. And then how did you become so knowledgeable about Quad Cities, haunted landmarks, and all these stories that you're going to share with us? Well, to be honest, I've just gone to people who know it really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a, I love doing research, so I'm a, I dig into as much as I possibly can. The uh, Rock Island County Historical Society is a great place to go for anything as they do have things on even the haunted areas, legends, or what have you, because, you know, it's it's part of our history, the legends and newspaper articles. So that was a great place to go to, and I recommend it for anybody who's interested in Quad City history. I also talked to some of the local uh, paranormal groups, mm-hmm. and and oh gosh, I hope AJ isn't gonna you know, pound me next time. Is here, um, Spirit T. It's a, a very different name for their paranormal society, but they're very very cool people. Emily and AJ and the whole group there. Really nice people. Actually, went on a an investigation at Lincoln Park with them just on Sunday. And that was very interesting. I'm I'm amazed at some of these groups that, uh, with the equipment that they have, they can uh, tap into uh, some of these uh, the activity. Yeah, for me, if I just went out by myself, I'm like, ooh, where are the ghosty people? <laughs> the ghosty people, I'm like, right. <laughs> Whatever, we're going to be over here. You just look like a fool right where you are. So <laughs> I've gotten a lot of help uh, with um, with groups like them. So uh, and very welcoming, very welcoming people. They, you know, want to share their knowledge and let you know what's going on. 
Awesome. But uh, only privately. You know, not, <laughs> only not they keep uh-huh. privacy people is what I mean. Uh, it's not like they're going to say, oh, and then uh, Mrs. Jones over there, she's got a thousand ghouls in her house. You know, they're not going to they don't break any privacy things, but they mm-hmm. they've told me about, um, you know, just public places. So very cool. So QC Haunts and History is currently the only ghost tours in the Illinois Quad Cities. As far as I know. Awesome. Yeah. What can people expect when they go on one of your tours? They go on one of my tours, they're going to expect to hear my voice a lot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The the tours that I'm giving this year, uh, mainly uh, mainly the one is going to be Gangsters and Ghosts, which is downtown Rock Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I have given tours at uh, Chippeonic Cemetery, uh, actually for a number of years, but that was one of the big ones last year. But they've got a lot of damage that's that's there from the the recent storms, so not quite sure if I'll be doing anything really there. But and I've and I've had to cut back on on tours. I'm taking them on a, a call me private tour (laughs) level instead of having them every weekend, which I was looking forward to. But, you know, we we got a shift with the times. Very Uh, true. um, I'll meet up with them and I'll tell them the uh, the story of John Looney and uh, how he came to be in the Quad Cities and how he ended up running the Quad Cities (laughs) and uh, his um, good time gangster crowd. He was uh, he was quite the character, and not in a very good way. <laughs> but, uh, Interesting. Yes, he was uh, not a very very nice man at all. I mean, I guess if you're a gangster, nobody's going around <laughs> saying, "Oh, that Al Capone, oh, he was so great." great. <laughs> yeah. he was all so, sarcasm. <laughs> he was so sweet. <laughs> no, no. Gotcha. So you've prepared a few stories, a few spooky stories and historical stories to share with us today. Let's get started. Well, the funny thing about the uh, anything connected with John Looney, who was a he was a gangster that uh, ran the Quad Cities. I mean, he was you know based in Rock Island, had two homes here. Uh, He was. He was the guy between 1905 and 1912, took off for five years after he had um, uh, some severe injuries and then came back in 1917 and thought he could take over again. And we're talking uh, the speakeasies, gambling, uh, brothels, all the vices you could think of, he had his thumb on top of. I mean, if you wanted to be, you know, having a business or, you know, living, he, you know, you'd have to pay him, you know, the fee for protecting you. Basically, it's it's protecting you from him and his thugs. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, he he ran all of it. And uh, when he was gone for five years, his his lieutenants took over for him. But when he came back, they weren't really wanting to give back the the power that they had so they um double crossed him and that ended up being the his downfall uh in the in the long run but and it's actually i believe one of his lieutenants that i know 
the most about as far as haunting. Mm-hmm. And it's not even in the downtown proper area. It's at, it's just on the outskirts, Caddy Corner from Skellington Manor, which is also haunted, as they've got their own stuff that's beyond the theatrical that they've got going on, which they do a fantastic job. <laughs> They're wonderful. For sure. Uh, it's at the, it's the Viner Furniture Building, which was the old YMCA from uh, 1912, I believe, until uh, 1977. So if you go by there, that was a Y, and it was during the times when the YMCA's would have uh, uh, rooms that uh, men could rent. You know, they were they and room is an overstatement. They were like jail cell size. You have a twin bed in there, and then maybe a little space to walk and. That's what you had. But, you know, it was a little room that you could go to and rent. And if the soldiers came through and they're wearing their uniform when they stopped by, they'd get to stay there for free. So we've got the we've got the soldiers staying there. We've got uh, a business going on that, you know, Looney was very – he was very good at his, as his, at his businesses. So he had somebody likely running – that end of town with the uh, ladies that would come by and, you know, just keep these guys company. They were just, they were just friends. That's all. They're just friends. Got it's a family it. show. <laughs> and they would spend time there with their new friends. <laughs> and they are still, these ladies are still spending time there in a, you know, in a ghostly way. And uh, when I was there, because uh, I've been there a couple times, and mm-hmm. I was amazed. I'm not some. I'm not psychic. I'm not sensitive. I'm. I'm just really interested. So when I went to one of the events that was there, I thought, "Oh, this is just gonna be fun. I'm gonna le- listen and see how this is." Or a number of the paranormal groups, they'd come in together and they'd, you know, do their thing. And I actually experienced a number of things. And while I didn't see them, the medium that was there, she's like. Well, the ladies are here, and they're kind of doing their thing. This was down in the basement. Now, the basement used to have a pool in it, and the pool's been filled in since. And, you know, the Viners are there. It's still it's a working furniture store. They sell their lovely furniture. Very nice place. Just, you know, you get some extra friends when you go <laughs> by. And uh, but then the, that night when we were there, the uh, the ladies were trying to get our attention because they wanted to have new friends. And... There, um, down came this man, and he, I say he came down because he was on the fourth floor when we were there. Now, fourth floor and the basement level are really active and really creepy. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I can just say that. Uh, lots of stuff going on in other places. Footsteps, some people hear voices. Uh, uh, the Viner family um, has, you know, they've experienced tons of things. You know, and now it's just like, oh, yeah, we... Heard a voice say something or other the other day. Yep, yep that's that's just what they do. <laughs> An extra uh, experience when you're buying furniture. Ex- exactly. <laughs> you know, you can just say, hey, how does this really feel? Is this couch really good, guys? And they'll, oh, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, so the ladies were there, and this, um, this man, he's uh, referred to as the man with the cane. And he has, he's kind of tall, gaunt of, uh, very snappily dressed, and he carries a cane not because he needs to use it, but because he likes to use it on other people to keep them in line. 
Mm. I haven't been able to pinpoint down exactly who he is, but I'm pretty sure he's connected with Looney and probably one of the the lieutenants that gotcha. would go down there because he he's very he's very powerful and controlling and uh, keeps the women in line and they are even as ghosts they're terrified of him. Oh wow! But you know, if a ghost is a person and people are mean and nasty in real life, they're not going to really change their ways. <laughs> they're going <laughs> like, oh, yep, I'm still mean and nasty, and I'm going to continue that way. So he likes to keep control over them still, and uh, sounds like he likes to keep control over a lot of lot of the spirits that are in there. But he followed us from the top floor down and uh when we were on the in the fourth floor in one of the the little rooms someone was using a spirit box that it can allow the a, a spirit entity whatever you want to call them to speak through it we'll grab um just little pieces of i don't know words uh, may put them together and you can actually hear the words coming through. Otherwise, it's kind of staticky and noisy, but you can actually hear words coming through. Interesting. And yeah, it's really cool. And he, we were talking to him, well, at least the guy running it was, and asked him, like, do you work for John Looney? And he said a very not nice word (laughs) at that (laughs) moment. I'm like, oh, I think he does and not is not a fan. So not I think he was <laughs> in the group that, you know, in that five-year gap took over. And, uh, gotcha. and he's still taking over. So, yeah, he's he's interesting and he is, he's spooky. He's a, he's a creepy guy. There's uh, definitely some vibes up there that aren't so great. Even I could feel that. The mediums were just, oh, my God, this guy isn't in this is too much he's very intense wow yeah he 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 didn't he tries his best to intimidate the living like walking right up to one of the mediums like next to his face and and like baring his teeth and making them look like they're all pointy and just horrifying like i don't want to have that gift right now (laughs) I feel really bad for this young man because uh-huh. you could tell the look on his face. There was something going on, and he started describing what was happening. Like, yeah, this guy's awful, and I can see why the the ladies are not really big fans of him. Yeah. So, so definitely some scoop, spookiness going on in that building. Yeah, yeah, and then um, some of the, the groups, the paranormal groups, uh, locally and regionally will come in and – go there sometimes they'll have an open investigation where people can take part uh other times they just do them for their groups but it is definitely a place people are drawn to because the activity is almost guaranteed now i I can't say that viner furniture is saying guaranteed ghostly experience when you come here (laughs) (laughs) but if you bring a medium or a psychic or something then maybe more guaranteed yeah probably i actually felt my my a piece of my hair uh, lifted up on the fourth floor. I saw another woman, and uh, a couple times her hair moved up in different places. It wasn't like there was a little breeze. The windows aren't even. I mean, some of the windows are even boarded up, but you actually saw her hair lift in different places, and you know, felt it myself. It was 
a very strange experience, you I know, bet. and uh, cold spots, lots of cold spots. Um, my mom had some really interesting times there. Uh, like a little boy was messing with a, a balloon on her hand. I, and I called it like, oh, it started to popcorn because it was like bouncing a little bit. And this other, the lady that was there, she's like, okay, you're going to hold this and we'll see if they'll knock it off of your hand. Well, did that for a while. And then eventually it stopped and then just rolled right off of her hand. It it was really cool. And I think he followed her down to the basement too and was messing with her because we were supposed to stand close to the wall and she kept being pushed away from the wall and her arm would go up periodically and it was the strangest thing. I mean, she's she was absolutely amazed by what happened, and she was so excited. Wow! <laughs> about it, you know, she was the one that told me I could read Stephen King. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was it was pretty wild, and that was the first time we had been there. I've only been there a couple times, mm-hmm. so it's very it's a very interesting place. And to be able to go there when people who really know what's going on are there and have the equipment is fantastic because you can get the validation of, okay, this is all balancing out. The you know the meter's going off and you can hear this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it's just a cool place. You are listening to the QC Current on WOC presented by Visit Quad Cities. I'm Hannah Ginder and today I'm visiting with Minda Powers Douglas of QC Haunts and History. And then you said there's three little ladies that are also having a lunch club oh, around Rock Island. Oh, little ladies. Uh, they are. It's so funny because we have all this gangster activity that was going on in the, you know, in the 1910s. And I haven't found any evidence of the gangsters causing any problems by hanging around except for at the YMCA, which, of course, is going to be at the Y. But there are these ladies, and they were... They were having their lunch one day at a building. It's on the corner, if you're uh, north of Theo's. And they were there, and whoever owned the building decided to knock down the top two floors of a four-story building. And the the owner of the drugstore said, oh, we'll stay open. It'll be fine. Not that that wouldn't be a racket and dangerous anyway. <laughs> Well, it was dangerous because uh, while they were demolishing, uh, stuff fell through and uh, went through the the ceiling of the drugstore, landed right on these three little old ladies who were having their egg salad and coffee. And uh, apparently they weren't finished because they're seen <laughs> in a couple places, uh, places down there. They'll show up in that location. You know, still finishing their meal, having a nice little time now, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they will go down to, uh, I can't remember the name of the bar. It's a country bar down there, but that used to be a Kresge's. So there was another drugstore where they could go into and and sit at the bar and and have have their little luncheon. And I think that they, I think there's another spot where they go to. I'm not sure. But, yeah, they've been seen by a number of people. Just mm-hmm. 
Hanging and when out. When you say seen, are they, you know, messing with the salt and pepper shaker at the counter? Or From what, what I understand, doing? they're seen. Actually, oh, wow. they actually are um, can show themselves to people. Um, there, I, I don't remember where it was that if the if there if the bar matched up with the the, the location of the little snack bar area. Mm-hmm. Or not, or if they just go to, you know, as close as they can get to there. But they have actually been seen. Now, whether that's seen by somebody who's, you know, just like super psychic or, or medium or what have you, I don't even know what the terms are <laughs> for for uh, the visual scene. But they've, they've been visual, they've actually been seen by people. I don't know that they, um, they hear very much if they have any auditory things, but mm-hmm. they hang out periodically. So I don't know if anybody's seen them yet in the in that bar, which is newer than, you know, the many in things that it's been over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's also a lady who appears at the Daiquiri factory, and she's, uh, she's actually seen as well. She'll be at the bar, and someone will come in and... Uh, say a gentleman comes in and says, oh, it's a pretty lady. I think I'll see if she wants to get a drink. And she agrees, thank you, and uh, gets the drink. And by the time her drink goes is done, she disappears. Wow. So Just in it for those she, daiquiris. She's just thirsty. She just wants a drink. And she's out of there before, you know, you can change your mind. <laughs> she's got to pay the bill. But she's been seen, and I'm not sure if it's the same woman, but there's someone that's seen on this, like on the steps, either going up or going down. It's I. It's been a while since I've been there to know the layout of it. But there's there's someone someone that's been seen in other places in there, but the bar is where she's seen the most. Gotcha. All right, so if there's someone out there listening and they're just loving this, loving this spooky content, how can they get connected with you to set up a tour of their own to learn more? The easiest way is to check out my either my website, uh, qchaunts.com, or you can find me on Facebook. I've got a page on there, and you know a lot of people are on Facebook anyway, so you might as well just look it up and <laughs> stop by. And sure. uh, they can just... Uh, Contact me through there, and I can set them up within, you know, the next couple weeks. And um, I'll go into November with tours if I possibly can, if it's not freezing. If it's, <laughs> if it's not like this, <laughs> we're getting a little cold and wet, but, you know, that's October in the in the Midwest. Awesome. All right. Well, I think whether you're a skeptic, a historical junkie, or you're really on board with this spookiness, this has been super interesting. Thank you so much, Minda. You're Um, welcome. Thank you. Yes. Now we're going to wrap things up the way we always do on the QC Current. We're going to put you on the hot seat, ask you about some of your favorite things to Mm. do and see in the Quad Cities. Are you ready? Oh, I think so. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What is your favorite spot for dinner? Harris Pizza or Zeke's or... A lot of other places. I was just, <laughs> it's so hard to pick one. It really is. I love the uh, QC uh, Coffee and Pancake House, even though they're only open till three. But I, that's one of my favorite places. Yum. Okay, and then your favorite local cup of coffee. Oh, uh, Cool Beans. Cool mm. Beans, Rock Island. It's a good one. 
Favorite place to grab a dessert or sweet treat? Anywhere I possibly can. <laughs> uh, I'll say Lagomachinos. Ooh, that's that's a, a cool place. And then, do you have a favorite Quad Cities brewery? Oh, uh, I don't because it's I don't generally go to. Uh, not that I have a thing against breweries, I just don't drink very often. Mm-hmm. But my husband likes Wake. Ooh, yep. And then your favorite way to spend a free Saturday afternoon in the Quad Cities. One of my favorite ways is to hang out in Chippewa Cemetery. I love it. <laughs> Loved it so much. I wrote a book about it. And it's still, no matter how many times I go, I see something new. And awesome. I've been there many, many times. <laughs> and then finally, last question of the day. What's one thing every visitor to the Quad Cities must do? Well, I would say go to the cemeteries because I'm a cemetery person on yes. top of being a spooky person. But, yeah, because you'll find all the history you, you could ask for in our cemeteries, both sides of the river. Just go, oh, look, there's Colonel Davenport and there's uh, somebody else who's really awesome. <laughs> I'd start naming names be like, who's Bailey so and who? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Love it. And perfect for Halloween, too. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Minda. Sure. Very anytime. Awesome. Well, I'm Hannah Ginder, and this has been the QC Current. You've been listening to the QC Current, presented by Visit Quad Cities, the official destination management and marketing organization for the Quad Cities region. Learn more about us, our region, neighborhoods, and community partners at visitquadcities.com and connect with us through your favorite social media sites. Tune in next weekend for another episode of the QC Current on WOC News Talk 1420.